Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. This is Will. This is Alex. Welcome back to another episode of They Mostly Come Out at Night. Mostly. Wow. Been gone for a while, but... We have been gone for a while. We did a live stream. We did do that, so that is... Again, if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube... It's on there. Now's the time to do it, because uh, it's, it's on there. You can watch... As much as you want of the six hours of us just playing bullshit, but uh, yeah, it's on there. And so, also, on that note, don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to us. Yes, we're, Sp- we're anywhere from Spotify to Amazon to Podbean. So our home is Podbean, um, but we're on everything. Our RSS feed is just seeding all over the so, place. So give us a like. So give us a like. Give, give us, us a, a subs- listen. Give us a subscribe. Yeah anywhere and also we have a subreddit in case that's your thing yes that's our our new thing we have a subreddit um we have an instagram that isn't very popular i mean you can find us anywhere we can find literally we are on every social media and we're almost on every single podcast site but just go on reddit no look up to they mostly come out at night podcast or team cone you'll find us but wherever you listen to us give us a follow and we appreciate it yeah, we really do. And uh, listen, if we can make this a full-fledged thing, you will help make that happen by uh, Every day. giving us more listens and more, you know, just of everything. So that would be awesome. And we love doing this, and we love providing entertainment for you. And, yeah. So In the if- words of Bill Lumberg from Office Space, yeah, that would be great. Help us help you, okay? <laughs> you know, you want more Team Cone content? You gotta, you gotta give back, okay? Let's uh, let's start this shit though. It's been a while. Let's just start <laughs> another episode. Well, we, I, I did make this a little special because we did pick up quite a few listens in Australia. We did, and this movie was planned in the future, but we are on eighty-two. Yep, and this is an eighty-two film. So I decided that it, you know what, 170, let's do Next of Kin. Yeah, and uh, I had never seen this movie. I know you had. Um, I have seen this. Um, this is, I think, this is not, like, well-known at all, but I know, like, this is, like, apparently one of Tarantino's favorite horror movies. It's actually really well done. I was really legitimately surprised when not, like, hearing about it, how I haven't heard about it. I've heard someone explain. I've heard someone describe it as like an Australian version of like The Shining. In a way, I can. Like I can see that because like the visuals are very close to that, but it has like some severe, like heavy, like paranoia horror going on, which I really enjoyed. And an ending that is uh, (laughs) yeah, the ending is wild, (laughs) wild. Like I. I mean, there's like there's the slow burn going on, which I'm I'm I mean, I'm a fan of slow burn though. I, am, I, I mean, love I, I love I love a good slow burn. Um, Build when, up and then at the end. One I watched recently was a uh, House of the Devil. Yeah, man, that is like nothing happens for the first like forty minutes and then everything happens, and I love that about slow. And burns. with this, like little things happen. It's only ninety minutes, so it's, it, a, it's, it's short and sweet, which is great. Yeah, like, Um, it's over before you even... Now, the review, I mean, for how much I liked it, I'm not... Like, the review is not going to be, like, super long, because there's not, like, a ton. It's 
it's kind of a you know just a basic paranoia horror like something something extraordinary happens to like someone and then it's like a haunted house story yeah exactly but you'll see and lots of like little details that kind of give it away after like after you it reveals who like the little mystery the person is you're just like oh shit okay i sh- i should have caught that one holy crap how did i not know that was going on um but yeah let's get into it so this is going to be our critique of so of the movie first things first the first thing you see in the movie with like the opening credits and everything is the fucking lit synth score um which i fucking immediately i'm like okay oh okay. shit and then there's like an immediate like crane it's like a crane shot of like a car yeah and then it's just like you know you this you introduce this character because the one of the first things that happens is you get like a voiceover and it's like a will yes i bequeath my estate so an basically the main woman's aunt is giving her her mom is her mom yeah the aunt Sorry, her mom is giving her. I thought okay. Oh no, the aunt is the one that wrote the. Yeah. Okay. So sorry, my bad. So her mom is giving the her. The... Yeah. <laughs> so her mom is giving her this estate, but it's an old, like an old folks' home. It's a, it's a retirement home in, a retirement in the middle of nowhere, uh, on the middle of Australia, and um, she just uh, happens upon it. So she's gonna go there, and I guess she kind of grew up there. She grew up too. in the area. Yeah. So she knows kind of what's going on, but she doesn't really know exactly how to take care of the patients and doesn't know exactly what she's doing. Well, it's all, I mean, it's very innocent because, you know, she goes to like this, like, it's like a roadside diner thing. Yeah. With like arcade games and stuff. And like everyone, like there's a little kid that's just constantly playing pinball. And like the the owner no recognizes her and he's like, oh, have you been and all this stuff. Yeah. And like kind of like a town it's i guess it's kind of setting up like it's a town where like everyone knows everyone yeah it's super small yeah but you get a little thing in the beginning where she's stacking forks yeah meticulously which we'll play later um well like the kid tries to knock it down and everything and and like puts a spoon on top of it and it's solid so she knows you'll see it, it's it a little plays thing. It, yeah, it, it's it a comes thing. into effect later. But it's like, a thing, and it works. It, it works great, because it's kind of foreshadowing, but you don't exactly know it's foreshadowing. It's just a little quirk. Yeah. Until not. But she goes to, like, this place, and it's like this... It's, it's like a giant estate. Well, and she has kind of instructed them, because she just got this estate, she instructed them not to bring in any new patients before she... Not in patients any more like retirees before she like kind of like gets to know a bunch of the people and, well like, that and like get a handle on it because yeah. one of the things is that she talks about how like th- they're not making money but there's like an on-site nurse there um and like they're not making money and she like i guess do they talk about like problems like paying the staff or whatever no not really staff but just like the fact that like they're not bringing in any money and like the fact that it's like she inherits it and it's already in the red well because you know even the nurse says like we can use more patients we need the money and she's yeah. like well like you i know, can't like i can't i don't know what i'm doing yet. right but yeah like and it's just like her getting set up and then immediately a person shows up 
Yes. So uh, there's this like elderly woman that's getting transported there. It's the new the new retiree. Yeah. And her son um, is bringing her there, and like, you know, they they get there, and like a a lightning, like a huge like rainstorm, and yeah. a lightning like strikes the um the, a branch and they get trapped and he has to like carry her into the retirement home. yeah he carries her in and like you know like the, the the door is locked and like they bring her in and she's that's where she's like why is like why is there any patient and she also little by little starts she sees that like her mom kept diaries yes of every year and like she just picks up the first one and it's from like 1950 and it talks about her and her sister. Yes, and how her Rita, when her parents like died, they gave them the house. This is this is like a thing that's been in the family for ages. And the mom want the mom and sister agreed to turn it into a retirement home. Yeah, to make extra money. And it's been in the family for ages. Yes, but that's simple. And then, I mean, it's classic haunted house things where yeah just creepy shit starts to happen like left night. and right um there's like pretty quickly i mean this is like super quick but she gets like it's like the next day and she goes to um town to hang out with like it's he's kind of like her boyfriend his name is barney and uh he kind of just is like the entertainment yeah um you know because she like they go swimming yeah and in the meantime there's an older man getting ready for a bath. A bath, and there's like, he has the bath on super hot because there's a bunch it's of steaming. Steam. Yeah, and you know everyone else is having breakfast, and then you know one of the women is like, "Well, where's this guy?" And he's like, "Oh, well, like he waits till the end because he the... thinks he's gonna get better service." Yeah, exactly. Even though the food is cold, um, because Quirks. everyone has left the dining yeah. area. So this old guy, like you know, gets ready and like starts to get in the bath and like accidentally steps on a body in the bathtub and, and the like next shot is like a slow-mo of like them pulling the body it's it's really cre- it's really creepy there's a like, lot like because they like they, they tilt up and it uh, it almost makes it look like the body's like moving by itself at first because for a while because you, you don't see the limbs they're pulling yeah. his arms but like you don't see them pulling the arms so it just but it's just like, like these eyes open. he's like rising yeah. from the bathtub which is it actually looks really like it's <laughs> it's a pretty creepy shot like you know a lot of people talk about like like there's a lot of movies especially recently where they use slow-mo and it comes off as lame this is not that movie no i you know i didn't know because at the beginning of the film there is a slow-mo scene it kind of like is a foretelling of what the events to happen because it's all her all distraught yeah and you see it later like yeah you see her in real time covered in blood and stuff but like she it's slow-mo and i didn't understand like what was going on but that's the whole point right but then every they already t- want to start it as like what the fuck like how, how did she get to this point disorienting because they start it at the end basically yeah. and but yeah there's a lot of slow moments in this movie and it it's it's effective cool it is cool uh, it's not one of those like gimmicky slow moments no it because it's for effect it is it has a great effect and well i like it cuz it's like it's how slow mo should be used you know like this is how movies should use slow-mo how movies should look to convey horrific events 
or a mood a mood yeah you want to convey a mood with slow-mo you don't want to just use it because you think it looks cool all the time exactly and in the meantime like also like before this like the main character keeps having like nightmares and it's like her as a little girl and she's like playing with red like red ball because when she first gets there she's looking around she does go up into the attic and there's the The red red ball ball, but it's like all dirty and and one of the windows she looks like the window Yep. And sees a figure. Yep. Watching her. Hmm. Um, but yeah, she, and she keeps having this nightmare about her with like this red ball. And like, she goes into like the bathroom and there's a bathtub and you don't really like, you hear someone calling her name. Well, Cause the curtain is also drawn on the bathtub. So but it's like no each time she has a nightmare, on. it like goes a little further. Yeah. Until you see what, what's actually happening. Right. But she's like having fun with this guy. There's a part where they're like running around in the woods, and she sees another figure. They're like they're almost playing like hide and seek, and she's like yelling his name, and then she she stands be- next to a tree, and you just see like this figure standing behind like two trees. Yep, yeah, and she thinks it's Barney, but then he like, and then he like spooks her, and then he goes and off. Of she's like, I saw someone, and he's like, okay, I'll check. And then he like jokes around that he got stabbed, and he's like, no, there's nothing there. Yeah, there's nothing there. And she so comes back. And she, that's, that's when they he, tell her. He drives her back, and he's gonna. He says there's a party that night, and that there. She's she, invited. She's invited, um, and so he doesn't tell her that like another friend is driving him. I guess because yeah. she she just immediately assumes it's because he wants a lift to the yeah. party. Because he lost his license. Exactly. Because <laughs> he can't drive. Um, so she goes back, and she's like kind of in the middle of all this chaos because they found a dead body. She was, pl- yeah, she's planning to go to the party, and yep. they spring this on her, and that the guy who found the body had a stroke because which, of the finding of the and body. And it's like a patient that she's she she's like, like out of all the people there, she's one of the only ones that's like nice and like cordial she's with closest her. to yeah. him. Yeah, because she knows him. Yeah, and. Yeah, he he has a stroke because he's so horrified by this. So of course, like she tells Barney, like I, I'm no, tired. I'm exhausted, and he's even like, okay, well that's okay. I got Carol to take me, and then Carol picks him up, and she's like, oh, we can fit you in, and it's like a little two seater. Well, yeah, and like she's you like, assume yeah, that fine. she's just saying like we can fit you in the trunk, and like <laughs> you know she clearly just wants to go with Barney. And yeah, she's like, no, it's a fine. I'm exhausted anyway, and then she she's at home and she's looking over like it's like an accounting sheet of like all the expenses and she keeps seeing her what she thinks is her dead aunt her name yes so our rita Rita. yeah and um i think also before this we're introduced to like a doctor yes And, and again the doctor he's a doctor who delivered her our main character and he's well, and he helps out the patients when they need it. And, and he has kind of a thing going on with um with Connie, the nurse. Yeah. who's like the her main like the, like, in, the in-house nurse or yeah. whatever. Um, because you can she like sneaks in on them like, and he's like touching her hair. He's like they're all doing that thing where they're like fixing their hair yeah. and like like he, she obviously walked in on. And something. then she's like, okay, have fun. Right. Um, but th- th- she's like looking over all this and she sees like all these expenses for something. Yes. With the name of the aunt, and then the lights go out and you get like you also get some great animal cinematography because there's like a shot following a cat yeah so this cat um goes into like this room where it's supposed to be the dead body yep 
and it sits there and you see the sheets like moving it's already like it's breathing sums up and so she's like resting and like she wakes up and the lights go out yeah and uh she goes to look for the cat so she looks for a flashlight and she like you know it's a jump scare so they pull out like a doll it's a it's a doll it's not really a jump scare they don't do any like loud noises but the doll is not well it's creepy i mean it's a creepy doll it's like ineffective jump scare because you're not expecting it well that and of course they get a doll that's creepy it's fucking creepy (laughs) so she finally finds the flashlight looks around for the the kit like the cat the cat and this actually like legitimately freaked me out because she goes into the room and she's well it's just like because again it's the it's total darkness yeah the cinematography the only light is from her flashlight so it's like you're just as blind as she is and then she goes into a room and it's like the dead guy because it's the drape the body with a sheet over it mm-hmm. and then she looks over and like the torso is uncovered and his head is just staring at her staring directly at her when, when in the scene they made it a point to have the nurse he closed his she, eyes like, yeah. closed his eyes when they first found him yeah so you know sums up and she uh and then she gets spooked by like one of the you know residents like what's going on like the lights went out and She's like, it's fine. So she covers the guy back up and then goes down to, like, where the switch box is. Mm-hmm. And just, like, starts the breaker again. And fixes it and then goes upstairs. And, the ca- and like, the a phone's ca- ringing. The phone's ringing, but, like, she also notices the candle is lit it's great. In, her, in her room. Because well, she's, like, talking on the phone with Barney. And then she just, like, looks off camera at something and then, like, walks up and you see a candle. And they don't tell you anything. Well, I but mean, in your head, you can assume because it was like pitch black, and if she had a candle, why was she looking for a flashlight? So, because someone else turned on a fucking candle. It's highly sus. And, but they don't even draw attention to it. It's like it's great because it's subtle. Right. And she's talking with Barney, and he's like, he's in a pay, he's in a phone booth, and he's like, yeah, like I got bored at the party. I just wanted to call you, and I want to see you. And then like, there's like. Every time you see him, there's, like, a truck in the background coming closer and closer. And then eventually it's, like, almost right next to him. And he's, like, kind of, like, struggling to hear her. And then you... When she's, like, stay on the line, but he can't hear it. And she's just, like, talking to him. And then you hear her, like, breathing. And a meow. And she just immediately, like, what the hell? She's, like, Barney, stay on the line, but he doesn't hear it because of the truck. And so she goes down to, like, sneak a peek. To see, where, like, the, where the other phone is. But there's no one on the other line. There's no one on the other line. And she finds the cat in, a like, a closed room. Yeah. And it's... Hmm. Something's going on. Some shit is going down. Suspicious. But, yeah, she, uh... And then she goes... And then she goes, like, she's going, she goes to sleep. And she you get, like, a... a quick... It's kind of like a double whammy, because... As she's in the room, you see, like, remember the door, like, jiggles? Yeah. Like, someone jiggles the door, but then the window opens up. And you get a figure. You like, get a bamboozle. Up, yeah, walking close <laughs> to it. And I'm like, it's probably fucking Barney. It's Barney. It is Barney. It is Barney. Like, she turns on the light, and it's Barney, and he, like, kind of, like, freaks her out at first, but then they have a good time, if you know what I mean. They have a good time, and she can finally sleep. Yep, she can finally see. Because before this, she had that that nightmare with her and the ball and the bat bathtub again. But don't worry, the nightmare is just beginning. Oh. 
because this is where shit gets like kind of more creep. Well, it's like the next. Well, it's like the next day, and um, Barney's gone, and she sees like Carol's car. Oh, th- this is this is a good a good scare. I'm not gonna lie. This is still like great because they don't even tell you what the hell the deal is. Oh, they don't. They don't shed a single because clue. yeah, she's like staring out the window, and it's Carol's like two seater sports car with a like top down with a top down, and there's like someone just like. I don't know how to explain it, but it's like if you've seen Jake, like if you've seen Jacob's Ladder, it's like an unnatural like where like someone's neck is twisted all the way around and they're like staring up, and it's just like the whole like you see it and you're just like. Uh, well, I like it because it's like unnatural, right? Yeah, it's like it's one of those things where it's like it doesn't quite look like right, in your head, you know. But it's far yeah. enough away that you're like you don't know if you're just seeing things or if it's like. If it's like actual, like something horrific, yeah. But then the car just drives away. Yeah, it goes. It it just drives off, and so immediately, like, but in your head, you're like, that's sums... like that. Their their head is not supposed to do that. Sums up there. Yeah. Yep. And um, she goes. And she, there's a part where she goes to the um, she goes to talk to the doctor. Yep. And talks. Oh, because she goes to the um, the old man who had the stroke. Yes. And she asks him about, like, do you remember Rita and all this? Like, what? and do you remember, like, her? And then he, like, kind of says. She, she didn't die is what he says. He's talking, like, because of his stroke, he's talking very, like, quietly. And he's, like, not dead. So she goes down to the doctor and she kind of inquires about it like and he's like, like, like no she did die here he's just crazy he, one he also told her that the patient that died in the bathtub had like a heart condition yeah and that like he passed you'll find away out because it's like bad heart yeah, now, oh, this, yeah like that was like a he had like a heart attack basically yeah that's a key point of information because later on you you'll, see you'll figure out something um but yeah and he tells her oh yeah no rita's dead yeah um but he gives her a little extra thing where he says, like, she didn't die at the home. Um, like, your mom couldn't handle, like, her health declining. So she took her to another home. So she sent her away to another home. And yes. so that's, like, supposed to explain why there's money going to some unknown source. Right. And. So then the the woman starts reading a bunch of diaries. Well, there's a scene really quick where she goes to talk to um, Barney. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. I forgot and about that. to tell him about Carol. Yeah. And then he's like calling her at the um it's like the cafe thing. And he's like, Yeah, no one's answering. I don't know. And then he tells her, Well, there's like a... like I know you're worried, but there's like a f- like a thing with all the firemen or whatever. Yeah. There's a meeting. Like there's gonna be there's gonna be alcohol. You can come. Yeah. And yeah, but yeah, she goes home and starts reading all of the diaries. Well it's a great shot too, because she like starts with one and she's Well on it, it does this thing where it's like they have like a dolly around the bed and it's like going from left to right as she's reading through all the notes and the notes keep getting more like paranoid and it keeps going left to right until there's like a pile of <laughs> well basically the the uh diaries are claiming that the certain patients died in certain ways but the doctor wrote in different because you'll see later like she goes to the doctor's like where he where all where he keeps all the patient records. Yeah, where all the patient records are, and she's, like, matching them up to, like, what it says to what it actually was. Right. 
So in the diary, it claims they died a certain way, but the doctor wrote it off as something else. Something else, yeah. And, but in like the diary, the mom keeps talking about like there's an evil presence. Then she also claimed that like the aunt was having like mental issues or whatever. Like yeah, there's a lot. there's a lot of stuff about, like, the aunt going crazy, and that's why she had to put her in a home, and, like, all this other and stuff. And then, like, little by little, she's like, I found, like, so-and-so dead in the bathtub. Yep. And then it's the next day, this person's dead, and, like, there's an evil. Yeah. There's some evil physical presence in this house. So. So the the girl, woman sneaks into the, so the doctor and, like, the nurse go to check on some of the patients, and she sneaks into the doctor's office. And she finds his death and reports. And finds all the death reports, that and are not, they are falsified. They're not matching up. They're not matching up, and she even looks at the guy who had the heart condition. And well, because well, like, she, she sneaks around, and, like, the doctor and the nurse are, like, walking past, and the nurse is like, well, she, does she, doesn't she know that you lied? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. And then she goes up to, like, the guy who died in the bathtub and looks at him. And she and he sees like he's got bru- like bruises on his shoulder. Not only does he have like, it's like if you like pressed really hard on someone's skin, it's like a finger bruise. Like someone basically held him under. But the water. he also has like a scratch. Yeah. And then, you know, the doctor comes in and she's like, "What? You told me he drowned. Like he told me he died of a heart attack. What's he this?" He has like bruises and stuff. And then he tells her, "No, like that. That's from when they lifted his body up. Mm-hmm. It's no big deal." And she's like, "You're lying." Like, yeah. You're full of shit. Yeah. So and she's she, like, the paranoia starts going real haywire. She just runs out of the house yep. and runs to like the town where they're having this meeting. She like freaks out. Barney like is like, okay, like calm she has down. like a like, full that's... blown panic attack in the middle of the meeting. Yeah. My favorite little detail though is that they're all having this like meeting about fire safety or whatever. And they're all drinking. And 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 Barney's just in the corner like asleep. I'm like, good good one and. <laughs> And then she, like, gets him, and she has a full-blown panic attack, and he just, like, we're going to have... It's fine. Like, we'll go Let's on Let's go walk. back. Like, you know, and he, like, eventually talks her into going back because he's going to confront the doctor. And he's like, we'll get the... Like, I'll get his, like, files. It's fine. Yeah. We'll, like, we'll prove this is all right. I believe you. Like, let's go. Yeah. And, and so they go back to the house, and he goes in the house and she's, she's like, like she's waiting outside because she doesn't want to go inside. She's like, can I stay here? And he's like, yeah, it's fine. No big deal. And she's standing next to a fountain. This, art. Art. Oh, dude, this art. scene is so um, well done. Because art. The fountain is just like pouring water. Well, you see right? a fountain and it's like it's framed to where it's like her in, in, the, in the background and in the front is like the water from this fountain. And, and then it like close ups on the fountain, and, and the, the water turns. And the water red. turns into blood, and then she sees it and walks up to it, and you see like a person with their throat slit. Well, also like yeah, it's the nurse. Yeah, with her throat slit, and like the the fountain is just overflowing with blood at this yeah. point. Yeah, it's great. And then she runs in the house, and like you know the phone's dead, everything's gone, and then she just uh. there's like a sliding door and And it it like slides slides by itself and she's like what and then like out of it you just see fucking barney in a wheelchair and you think he's like maybe playing a prank again because you know barney's a prankster but no his dead body just comes flying at her at full speed lifts off the chair and lands on her in slow-mo all in slow-mo and she screams fantastic so she goes uh, we get this awesome 
just insane like like shot like speeding through this like hallway and you see like the old man like standing in the doorway and then like it catches up to him and like she's there and she gets him out of there so well, she, she 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 props like a chair against the door and immediately someone's like banging on the door mm-hmm. so she tells the old man to go out the back like the fire escape basically and then she and grabs then- a key locks that door and runs to another door and locks it again and hmm. and then we get well she so looks around there, there was another scene where she looks up like when a, the sprinkler was like hitting her she's car, driving back to the and she sees someone in her mom's like old coat it's a red coat it's like a bright red coat it's very recognizable so what does she see now she turns around and sees an old woman wearing the coat just sitting in the dark and like slowly turns around and she's like who is it and it's the old woman that they brought in in the, the very the, beginning the new the new uh retiree the new patient and person. so she, she like goes over and she's like she's like this was my house <laughs> i own this house your and mom was the insane one she takes off her wig and it's the aunt and she's just, just like, like holy shit well you get this great part where she like hugs her and the main character is just like having a fucking mental break and she's like it's my house and like they thought i was crazy but i'm not she was the crazy one and you see she's like rubbing her hair and her hands like covered in blood and then she unlocks like, it's okay and she unlocks the door and then of course the door opens and it's the driver from the beginning the the sun the sun and um, and he like comes in with a hammer and starts like slamming it all over the place and starts attacking her and like gets on top of her and she kicks him in the (laughs) kicks him in the nuts and then like slams like a it's like a bathroom on top of her oh yeah and she fucking gives him the chair yeah fucking like (laughs) slams a stool on top of him and then runs into the bathroom and locks it and then I don't. I think I, I don't remember at what scene. Is they, this the when she sees the doctor in the? Oh bathroom? yeah, this is it. No, I'm trying to remember what scene it was. It was some point before this when like you saw like what her nightmare was about. Oh yeah, she throws a ball. She threw the ball into like a bathtub, and then you see what's in the bathtub. And the bathtub like moves away, and it's a drowned man. So yeah. she she saw what her mom saw. She saw like what was happening, and like yeah. this has been like in her. Right, she's just been repressing. It. Yeah. And so she looks over and she sees the doctor with like a needle in his arm. His arm is held up high and it's like slit. There's a there's the creepy doll yeah. hanging off in the corner. And then there's another dead body. I think it's like one of the other patients. And they're like in the bathtub with him. And it's just covered in blood. It's and, pretty creepy imagery. But my favorite thing. Well, not my favorite thing. My favorite thing is later. But one of my favorite fucking things is when the ass just like, I see you. And then like. And then you see like. She like looks down at the keyhole. You and see you like see the her eye. In it's the keyhole. so it's so well done. Because so she because she like looks in the mirror and she sees her reflection. Then just like a quick shot of the keyhole. So she sees a little hair pick, and you you know exactly oh, what's gonna happen because she sees this little. It's like a hair comb with like a little needle that you pick your hair with. Yeah, and you're like, you immediately know, you know what, she's gonna, what she's gonna do. So she takes it and like she uncovers the keyhole, and you still see the eye in there. So she just takes it and fucking, like, stabs the keyhole. And then brings it out in slow-mo with, like, blood dripping. Mm -hmm. And then opens it and, like, the ant just, like, keels over. And then you get 
this insane slow mo. It like it's like a overhead shot in the mansion of her. It's like a tracking shot of her running down the fucking hallway. It's really cool with like this like animal screaming. Yeah, it's and really disorienting it's and like it's really great because like it totally conveys the whole mood of the entire oh, scene. Because, like, her... how much of a panic she's yeah. in, how, like, scared she is about everything. And then she gets in her, like, her car and drives away and drives down to... The, the gas station. It's, the yeah, petrol like, station. The, the diner thing. Where the kid is and everything. She so... sees the lights on in there. Because first she goes to, like, where they were having the fireman meeting. And there's no one there. There's no one there. So she goes there and then knocks on the door. The kid's there just playing with the pinball machine. You have no idea where the dad is. You yeah. assume he got, like, drunk... And the, he just leaves the kid to play. But the kid, like, unlocks the door and lets her in. She, like, moves the arcade cabinet in front of the door. And then she's so like, hey, this, this is your dad. Like, does he have a gun? Like, get, and she's, get like, it. looking for change. And she tries to use the public telephone. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. And so she's just sitting with the kid. He's... And the ki- <laughs> My favorite is, like, bo- it just it, cuts to. Well, it, it, first, it, you see them, like, sitting there. And then she's just, like, looking at the door. And the kid's, like,. Well, you want you want a burger? Yeah. Candy bar? Ice cream? Like, he just keeps, like, sugar? Well, I love how it shows... It shows the kid, like, in full army. This is here. later. Well, because first, it, like, you see them there, and then, it, like, it zooms in on the TV, which has, like, some sort of dance competition on. Yeah. And then it cuts, and the kid is just sitting there... I'm trying to show, like, time passing. With I'm the guessing. gun. Yeah, time passing. With the gun like, and, like, a, a army shotgun, gear. shotgun. He has a full helmet... And, like, army gear on. And then you see her stacking sugar cubes. Yep. And it's, like, it's like a pyramid. And, and it's, she... like, perfectly balanced. And, and it's then, not moving at all. And then there's... She puts three down. And then, like, it gets slower. And then she puts down two. And the kid moves the last, like, bowl of sugar cubes. She grabs the last the one. The last one, puts it at the top of the pyramid. Like, drops it on... Because, like... She even, like, they even make it a point to make her drop it. Yeah. Like, from, like, kind of a height. A little distance, to, yeah. To make sure that you know this thing is, like, structurally sound. Because she made the thing at the beginning. Yeah. That, like, he couldn't knock over. He couldn't knock over. So she, you shouldn't be able to knock over the sugar thing with, like, just a basic movement, right? Well, anyway, she drops the last thing. And, like, literally, like, milliseconds later, it just f- crumbles in slow-mo. And then the coolest fucking slow-mo shit uh, the fucking van that the sun drives just rams through the fucking gas station at full fucking speed and, my f- and in the middle of this you just see a close-up of the kid oh shit yep oh sh- i think it's funny because i even said oh shit and yeah. then the kid's like oh shit so the kid gets under the table and starts loading the shotgun and then and- he shoots it a few times and like misses every time. And the guy's like, he's like starting up the van and getting closer. Well, and, and closer. he's like, he also busts out the windshield because it's like, all shattered. Yeah. And so like to see, he busts him out more, and he like like zooms closer and closer to them. And then and the eventually... kid's like yelling the main character's name, and then she just grabs the shotgun, walks directly to the car, <sighs> cocks the shotgun, point blank range, just blast his fucking head off you see for like a split second his head explode this is like one of the best quick cuts i've ever seen 
because it, it it gets the message across, but it doesn't like you can't. It just leaves it all up to your imagination. You don't even get the you, process. You can't it. even barely comprehend what happened. Yeah, but just like uh, in a millisecond, you just see his head gone, and like <laughs> it's so perfect. It's, great. it's just a hard cut. And so they're running away because, like, when the kid was blasting, he blasted the gas, like, the gas tank. And there's, like, a... And there's, like, a live wire um, hanging down. And so then they're outside, and it's the thing you saw at the beginning of the movie with her looking all distressed next to a car. And then you hear an explosion, and then she gets in, and they drive away with the kid, and you get this awesome, like... I love how they drive past a fire danger well, sign. I I love the way they film this because it's, like you see like the two of them and then the camera moves over to the fire danger sign. And it says hi. It's like all the way to the fucking red. And then the camera goes, does a full 180. And you just see this gigantic fucking petrol station and explosion. See, and they see the explosion keep going off. And then the credits roll. Dude, it's fucking amazing. This, this is movie, like, this, this is genuinely rocks. good. This it's is a, gen- it's a good horror. No, film. this, the rocks. This movie fucking rocks. I'm not, yeah. I would legitimately buy this movie. I'm probably going to. I'm probably going to. I Just think because it's 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 really well done. If I have to import this from Australia, I will because this is... I think you can buy it on streaming. I'm not 100% sure, but... I know you, you can you, rent it on streaming. I'm assuming since you can rent it, you can buy it. I would I assume. Know. I would assume. As long as it's in HD. But, no, this movie rocks. Like This movie is so well done. I The scenes are great. I just fucking love. I love all the little touches. Like, yeah. I, I love the granny who gets, like, there's, like, a day when they're getting their mail, and she gets, like, a fucking, uh, like, a Walkman. Yeah. And then the next, and she's like, what the hell is this? What am I going to do with this? And then they're going on, like, a field trip, and she's, like, wearing the Walkman, and music is just blaring, and she's like, what? What? Like, Why I can't hear what you're hearing saying. Like, I, I love the little... There's so many little touches mm-hmm. that I just love. Oh, it's great and so well done. Like it's got that slow burn, but but it's like I mean the thing about slow burns is that like you can you can take that too far. Yes, and it can be too slow. But this like it's 90 minutes, and even like before you get to that insane ending, there's lots of there's lots of creepy stuff. Yeah, like all the little things of like. Where she sees the person well, so out at night. She sees the the figure in red. She sees the man in the forest. Like it's she sees all... Carol in that weird position in her car. There's little. There's things. just little subtle things that they go on that like just like, and you can see that it's like they're doing the same thing. They're basically doing the same thing to her that they did to the mom. Yes. They 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 drove the mom insane, and now they're doing the same exact thing to her. Mm-hmm. And it's they basically it's fantastic. Like it, it kind of like just says they gas they gaslighted the mom. Yeah, and now they're gaslighting the daughter. They're gaslighting her into thinking that she's crazy. Yes, but she she knows, mm-hmm. and I she figures it out. I love this. I love this movie. Like it's I love, great. I love the characters. I love the mystery. And I'm sorry, like. And the horror scenes are so solid. They're oh, like it's great. They're some of the best the I've seen. Even in like mainstream movies, they're some of the best I've seen yeah. in a, quite a while. The cinematography is. 
That scene where Barney comes flying it's at her so in the wheelchair great. is so well done. Because that's like you could have they could have filmed that in the most basic way possible. Well, I'm also a huge fan of like no build up scares. Oh yeah. Like no like just all out of nowhere. Well there's no music. Like, it's well, just there's barely any music in the whole movie, which I think Honestly. to its credit is really well done. It's just sound effects. I do like how they do that. Yeah. And a lot of the like music in the slow mo scenes is just like animalistic or like oh, weird great. like audio noises. Or the fuck, I mean, the ending doesn't even have music. It's literally just the sound of the car crashing, mm-hmm. and it's, it's, it's amazing. It kicks ass. This movie kicks ass. It's like, a great horror film. If you are a fan of any horror, or like especially a paranoia horror, or if you like, kind of just like, well done, like balls to the wall horror this is like a really good slow burn movie yeah like i mean if you want to see a movie that just goes hard on like visuals and the mystery and like i don't know like i'm not joking i'm not even kidding every aspect of this movie is good i can't i can't really critique any of it because i didn't really hate anything like i love the characters the, the acting story makes complete sense. The acting's fantastic. The acting's great. Like the horror is rock solid. I love the like, like the look, the the night scenes, and like the tr- the tracking shots. Like they do that thing. I mean, I get why people compare this to The Shining because it has like a similar look. Yeah, where you have that like really smooth like camera just following the action all the time. It kind of looks like meticulously made. Oh yeah, like the the cameraman really cared about his work, and I and the director did a really good job. The acting is really good. Uh, I don't know, like there's nothing really to like. I I there I, I, I can't nothing. pick it apart because no, like, I love there's this movie. Nothing to pick apart. It's just a good movie. I love this movie. If you like want a, just a fun ninety minute like really good horror movie <laughs> like. You owe it to yourself to go watch Next of Kin. You have to watch this. And it, Look, it is available on purchase. It's on YouTube. You can also purchase it. You can purchase I lo- it. I, lo- I looked it up. You can purchase it. It says 2019 for some reason. Maybe that's when the rip was. I'm assuming that's when they remastered it. Yeah. So Because um, I know for a long time this was not... You couldn't even get a hold of this movie so in the U.S. You can get it on uh, Prime. I'm looking on Vudu, though. Is it in and, HD? Uh, it's, you can buy it on HD for $14.99. Okay. Which I think is a steal, actually. Honestly, yeah, like you could do a lot, a hell of a lot worse. Yeah, like the, f- this is one of those things where, like, I just know because like, I, no one talks about this fucking movie. No, no one ever talks about this goddamn movie. Like, I don't get why no nobody talks about this movie because it should be talked about. This deserves like a following. Like people talk about the most boring vanilla shit ever, and no one talks about this movie. Like I'm legit gonna go see, well, like what like the director and see if he directed anything else because i like his work that much yeah like i it was I, just it well holy shit well done <laughs> i mean should you pretty i think you already know is it even a question it's ten, a 10. ten it's a 10 out of 10 i can't i, uh, I literally like, have nothing bad to say here's about the, the thing movie. here's the thing like yes it is technically a b movie but it's one of those B movies that I don't really understand why it's a B movie. Well, I don't get. I, I get that it's foreign, and maybe that's to its discredit. It's foreign. It's a it, slow burn. Because it probably didn't get as much release here it, as it should have. Well, it, it didn't. Technically, this movie didn't even get released here until like a few years ago. 
like officially you could not watch this movie in the u.s yeah which is probably why it says 2019 which makes me which almost just makes you wonder like how many other that i try not to think about that because like i it's like it's australia that would keep me up at night like it's in english thinking about how many like really solid horror movies that we just don't get to see because they just keep them in the country. Yeah, like because here's the thing: like it's it's Australian, so it's like it's in English. You don't need to translate it. Yeah, it's wild. Well, it's like Long Weekend. It, yeah, if you haven't seen Long Weekend, please, you want to see some crazy Australian please go shit. See Long Weekend, like rent it or buy it, whatever. Yeah. Go watch Long Weekend. It's another crazy Australian that went like, hidden for years. Yeah, decades. Like no one even knows about it. But it's there, and it's like because it's it's funny because it's like to me like I when you say foreign films, I think of like you know like Kurosawa. But technically, but I mean, Australian is. is foreign. I mean, it's not like you don't think of Australia as foreign, but like to us, it's not yeah. readily available. It's not readily available, and it's it's got its quirks, and I fucking love it. So like you know now we got solid like Japanese horror is fucking awesome. Korean horror is yeah insane (laughs) and australian horror is just becoming like (laughs) one of my new favorite things it's great they knew just know how to do it right and it's great because each time it's like there's all it's something different yes because different country the different things are scary interesting whatever french horror just doesn't give a fuck at all and you know it's an australian movie because it ends with them just a guy getting shotgunned in the fucking oh, head it's bleak as hell like <laughs> there's not there's not like a happy ending it's bleak as hell it's funny because it's bleak but i'm not gonna lie it's bleak but like she gets out i had the when i saw this i had the biggest smile on my face at the ending the kid survives and the the woman survives she blasts him in the face it ends with a giant explosion like i mean what else do you need in a movie you don't that that's i honestly the perfect way to end a movie for me <laughs> just blow shit up that's all you have to do i mean it's like res- the resident evil formula right if, if you've played the resident evil games you know each one of them ends Bl- you just blowing something <laughs> with a up giant ex- with a giant explosion whether it be a city a mansion <laughs> a fucking island like some something blows up at the end and you're fine and it's fine and it's perfect it's a it's the perfect way to end it because you're blowing something to smithereens well it's like the catharsis yeah you suffered through all this and the characters suffered through all this and the end boom it's explosive which is what you want (laughs) you just want no fucking trace of that evil entity or like person living at all uh it's wonderful it's great so please please go watch next again please do Please watch it. Watch Long Weekend. Just get into some Australian horror. Get into some shit, and we will, uh, we will be more. Um, we'll try and be more. We almost had to cancel tonight's because uh, of a flood, but we're we're here. We can okay? talk. We we will we'll get into it more on next month's live stream. Yep, we will. I'm not going to go into too much detail, but just know there was a flood, and we almost. <laughs> We possibly could have lost equipment, so we, I'm glad we didn't. <laughs> See, if we had a studio, if you guys would subscribe, if we had a studio, we wouldn't have run into this problem. If if someone wanted to send us a million dollars. That'd be great. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. I'm gonna that need, would be, I would appreciate that. I need you to come in on Saturday. 
And Sunday, too. And Sunday, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all you got to say about Next Weekend. It's just a Watch it. fucking rock-solid horror movie. <laughs> and you need to see it if you're a horror fan. You have to see this? Um, and uh, for They Mostly Come In At Night, this has been Will. This has been Alex. We will talk to you all later. Bye-bye. Uh, bye-bye now. Yeah. <laughs>